Thank you so much to all of our wonderful fans for joining us. We have with us today Dave Callens as Rock, the Aracoca. What am I, a fighter? I don't know. It's been a while. See? That's actually part of his last name, guys. Uh, it's it's a very convoluted. Um, <laughs> the, the really sad thing is that was the seventh take of me doing the intro. It was the best one. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best one. We have Damien Mercado as... I'm a Caradactyl, and is anybody else worried about Rourke's early onset dementia? <laughs> I mean, I mean, soon we're going to find him wandering around in the streets, confused, not knowing where he's at. Eric Hoker only lived to be about 30. We never asked his age. Jesse Egan as... Bada bing, over here. That's it. With us as well, we have Caleb Cleveland back as... Hyth. I'm a young tea pureblood paladin, and I believe that the early onset dementia is actually a reference to his addiction to Aracocadrol. That stuff will ruin your life, Rourke. Trust me. <laughs> Great to have you back, <laughs> Caleb. <laughs> Sorry, it's very out of character for me to to poke fun at other people's uh, addictions, but uh, uh, I'm trying to make you a better person, Rourke. Yeah, mind if I get some of that, Rourke? Your body's a temple. <laughs> Your body's a wonderland. Don't do it. Now, sadly, Sarah Lee Steiner, she's a hard one to, to keep on our podcast. She gets very busy and called in last minute sometimes. She was scheduled to be on, and sure enough, her work demanded her services away from this. What is the world going to do without Aurora? Don't pussyfoot around this. You're on notice, Sarah Lee. <laughs> yeah, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, you have to choose between your career that you spent several years getting your master's education for or this side project. <laughs> Last time on Awful Rebooty Shorts, the gang met a cantankerous geezer with many gifts. Many of those gifts were insults. But the grumpy grandpa also had gifts of gear for Aurora. Aurora, the same gecko girl that just greeted the rest of the group. Except there was something amiss with the group. It was Pythe, he's missing. Where could he be? Find out now on Awful Reboot! As you know, folks, we have the gang about to uh, set out to look for Pyth. But before that, we're going to rewind a little bit to where Caleb Cleveland playing Pyth. You went to bed last night. Yeah. In your very plain cell. And you settled down and, you know, you did your daily prayers and everything. And you usually wake up and do your morning exercises. You are ripped with a belt of stone giant strength. You wake up extra early this morning. And what do you do? Uh, well, first off, I'm going to do some calisthenics and uh, do some... 
some very good uh, aerobic basket weaving. You know, try to try to find favor in Shantea's uh, view. Then uh, you know, genuflect, uh, make a god's eye, and put on my armor, fetch my hammer, and uh, I don't know. I'm gonna go uh, see what's uh, cooking on the old buffet, and maybe grab a frog or two. And always with the snake keggles, oh. by the way. Snaggles. Cloaken me crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. When when you open your door, instead of as before, you were entered into a fancy dining hall of that 10-star fantasy hotel that you guys are accustomed to? Yes, very fancy. Yeah, yeah. Instead of that, you enter into the training room that you fought the snakes in. It's a little bit cleaned up, but there is a huge dining table in the middle of the room. And as was before, you have a veritable smorgasbord of different critters that are available for you to eat. <gasps> including your frogs, your poisonous frogs, and mm, yes, and eggs, and birds, and bats. Careful not to get them mixed up with the poisoned frogs. Those will kill you. Well, actually, they won't. Uh, I'm immune to that. It just tastes like chipotle to me. So I'm... Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to go hog wild. And you, you would have gotten a point of inspiration if you had decided to go frog wild, but you went hog wild, so sorry. Son of a... <laughs> oh, such delicacies. Mmm, crunchy, crunchy. Try our poison frog bowls, new, at Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> so just regular Chipotle, then. Also poison frog wraps. Oh, this is going to hurt me later. But you know what? Just too darn good. Uh, thank you, Shantea, for this delightful ribbit. Stop that! <laughs> You know, uh, for this delightful repast, hot glue gun, everybody, hot glue gun, and nom 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 to uh, yummy to uh, hungry little pie. Yes, I wonder where all my lazy uh, uh, party members are. You finish eating, and you're still left wondering where everybody is. Go ahead and give me a perception check. Done. You roll a 15. It's a decent enough roll. As you look around, nothing seems to be out of place, although the main entrance to this chamber is slightly ajar. Oh, very strange. Persepolis? Any Anybody around? No answer. Just the... The echo of your own voice in this large chamber. Maybe there was a turbo hamster or one of my frogs escaped. I'll catch the little sneaky blighter. Here I come, breakfast! And, uh, I pythe then sort of, like, waddles his way over there, being the thick little snake dude he is. Pythe waddles his thick snake dude bum-bum out the door of the chamber... Uh, and he is entered into the very large hallway that we're all familiar with and looks left and right and sees no signs of anyone or anything. What do you do? Uh, this is rather unsettling. Um, Pyth... Pyth goes back to bed. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's... Well, this is the first time he's ever been alone in this bizarre, uh, this bizarre sort of like demiplane outside of time. I guess he immediately would like look to see if he could find uh, the the quarters for Rourke or for uh, Kara okay. or um, I don't know anybody who might uh, you know know something about what's going on. Roll a raw intelligence check. Okay, raw <laughs> intelligence checks raw. This Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> I made my parents disappear. <laughs> Ooh, you, you rolled an eight. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes, that is an eight. Okay. So you're not the brightest guy, 
but you mean well. And you know this hallway is full of doors. Go ahead and roll a D100 on a high, you will turn right. On a low, you'll turn left. Okay. Oh, God. Here we go. I forgot their rune numbers. Um, that is a 59. 59. All right. So you turn right out of the, the doorway. Why not? And you start walking. Remember, this hallway is 300 feet wide. So Pyth, with mm-hmm. that low intelligence check, ping-pongs his way down the hallway side to side, hauling his butt 300 feet at a time back and forth all the way down the hallway. And it's a lot of butt to haul. I, am, I have cake. <laughs> <laughs> Shaking his cake the whole way, that snake cake. Pyth, after a good couple of hours, you haven't found anything. What, what do you do now? All right. Uh, he starts getting a little... Well, I, don't, I wouldn't say nervous, but curious. Uh, he he call, he tries again calling for Persepolis. Persepolis? Rock? Anyone? Kara? Did you call my name? I didn't hear you call my name. Did you happen to call my name? Bada, are you here? <laughs> That's it. Shh, quiet, quiet. Go ahead and roll a perception check to see if you can hear any response of any type and or see anything up ahead of you in the distance. Oh, that's a 16. Okay, 16, not too bad of a perception check. You don't hear anything, but way up ahead of you, as you look way down the hallway, you do see a couple of people exit one of the doors, go across the hallway, and enter into another door. You, From this distance, you can't quite tell how far away they are, but that's the only life that you've seen since you've woken up, and you didn't see any other signs of where your roommates, your I mean, where your companions might be, so uh, I, I must... Can, what, uh, what do you Pyth immediately do? calls out, You there! Halt! I would ask of you where everyone is! He then starts sprinting down the hallway. Yeah, they're so far away that you assume that maybe just that your words don't quite reach them, so you start sprinting down the hallway, calling after them. By the time... Oh, God, I really want them to stop and say, we're all going to Gobbler's Knob. It's Groundhog Day. (laughs) (laughs) They're thousands of feet, you know, away. They're a speck in the distance. As you run towards them, you keep running and running to try to get their attention, but they have already crossed the hallway, entered the other doorway across the hall, and you didn't catch up to them in time to get their attention. As you are hauling butt down this hallway you come across a a different doorway it's completely open it's like enters into an extra hallway to paint this mind picture better where there would normally be a doorway there is an opening and furthermore there is a grating across the ground a metal grating with char marks on it and directly above the trench where there's the grating there's also char marks on the ceiling As you look down the new hall, you definitely see something interesting. 200 feet down, you see a huge door with giant chains on either side. And you see like a bunch of placards of signs written all over that door. Placard thing? All right. Um, That's an interesting door. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Dad? Um, Everybody's dad sounds like Duncan. It's an inside joke. Everybody, everybody laugh. Um, 
Pyth is intrigued. Um, and, okay, so can he make out the placards and signs from here? Or does he have to... Uh, does he have to approach it? They're they're a little uh, small. Yeah. From I figured from, from where they are, unfortunately. All right. um, he is not afraid. Uh, Pyth uh, hefts his hammer into his hand, grabs his shield, and carefully picks his way across the gr- the metal grill so that he might be able to make out the placards and signs. Are there any like vapors or smokes or anything like that coming out of the um, out of the holes or the spaces in between? Um, yeah. So it. It's a little bit warm still. You feel like there's definitely some flame that was going on in this area. It's There's no more vapors or anything else coming off of it, though. When you cross, nothing happens. You walk down the hallway a little bit, and if you have your character sheet open, what languages does Pyth speak? Uh, he speaks common, draconic, primordial, which is, I guess... A language that's spoken by simple animals, maybe? Elementals. Undercommon, which is spoken by, you know, like drow and mind players and stuff. And he speaks abyssal, which I believe is uh, the language of, I want to say demons instead of devils. Okay. Uh, Pyth is a polyglot. Holy shit. It's not, it's not that great. <laughs> you have a lot of different languages under your belt. As you look at these signs, you see signs written in every language you can imagine, even languages you don't understand, you might recognize that, oh, that looks like orcish, I don't read it, but I know that's a language. When you're scanning, you are able to see signs written in every one of your languages that you know, saying, do not enter, do not ask, do not... Hey, uh, time out. You guys remember the end of Anchorman when he tried to reassemble the team and he yelled out and they were like in the bar like, we've been literally right here the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, he raises a conch shell to his lips. <laughs> <laughs> a conch shell? <laughs> oh, no. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's fine. When I put it to my ear, I hear four turtles going in circles. <laughs> I just had an idea. Here's a theory. When you crap on someone's dad, it actually makes them talk like gunk. That's it. <laughs> that would explain a lot. Yeah, they're cursed. But it also leads to a lot of questions in the Kids on Bikes universe. It does. Oh, God, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> Holy shit. Well, thanks for uh, answering all our questions. Uh, I guess, you know, Kids on Bikes, is, that was going to be the big bad, the big reveal at the end. I guess we're done now. That was at the end of the toy factory. Yeah, thanks a lot, Jesse. Appreciate it. <laughs> it's written in all these different languages. Very fine script, apparently. That's why it's hard for me to see it across the room. Uh, but I'm now standing like a sucker on top of this big metal grate. Um, oh, no, the metal grate is only like just a one swath that you stepped over across. Okay, good. It was, you're on the other side. Did he have like a quick Marilyn Monroe moment on top of the grate? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Happy <laughs> birthday. <laughs> Yes, his gentlemen um, prefer greats. His wicker sense. armor got blown up in the wind <laughs> of of the little blast from the grate. Pythe Pyth gets annoyed that for a second and says, oh, "Great," um, and then continues walking. And then he reads the thing and uh, don't say his name, huh? Say my name, say my name. So I was just thinking that Jesse. Do not enter. Do not ask. Do not say his name. Okay, Bingsley Prime. Is behind this door. Yeah. Uh, Pyth is immediately, he's like, a true challenge. Hmm. 
I haven't died. I have not died in like two days. So <laughs> I'm going to. Uh, is there like a door pole or something like that? How is there a way to open the door that's obvious? Roll an investigation check. I rolled a two. Roll a knob check. <laughs> Perfect. Um, this is that far side cartoon of the kid pushing on the door that says pole because he rolled a two. That is a a nat one. That <laughs> it's just <laughs> some damn good opening. That is so so bad. Um, so here here's how I'm going to explain this one to anyone else that would be looking at this. They may see the chains that are wrapped all over the door and bound on either side and think about how to maybe open those chains and and start that way. There is a bit of a lever up close to the door that isn't directly attached to anything. Maybe that has something to do with something. But Pyth, he like scratches his head and he's like, I've got this solved. And he turns around and walks towards where the grate is. Yep, that, yep, that's exactly right. And he finds a lever in a, on a box there. And if he had stopped to read, he would have read that it says firewall. And he goes ahead and pulls it. The grate bursts in flames and a full wall of fire blocks him off. You are now trapped behind a wall of fire, uh, and you're stuck with this door. I did not see that coming. Um, <laughs> he tries pushing the lever. He tries to uh, reset the lever to the position it had been in, but it is not currently budging. Uh-huh. Go ahead and... Ah-ha-ha, ha, Persephilis. Ah, good one. Yes, yes, you, uh, <laughs> you got me here. Uh, this is how curiosity killed the Pyth. Yes, very funny. Uh, let me out now. Curiosity killed the Kevin. That's that's how it worked. <laughs> yes, nothing. So Go. what type of character is your new one going to be? <laughs> He's not on fire. He is separated from the normal yeah. hallway behind a wall of fire. No, he's got fire behind him. He's got this giant door in front of him. Yes, a completely locked door. He's a little bit trapped. Again, it's a 300-foot-long hallway, and it's very high ceilings like everywhere else. It's a huge area that he's trapped in, but he is nevertheless trapped in this room. Well, can't go backwards, must go forwards. Uh, and he's going to try and solve the riddle of the door, uh, see if he can All right. uh, open it, even if it means opening the door or entering the door, asking the question, saying his name. Are there any, like, bystanders watching him struggle with this door? Like like some slack-jawed yokels, like, Look at that snake have trouble with that door! <laughs> he, he, he almost roasted himself with fire! <laughs> we know how to open doors! <laughs> Jesse, I, I think more bystanders need to catch this show. I think you're absolutely <laughs> that right. That was awesome. We need more NPCs. Hey, Aloysius, come check this fool out. <laughs> Look at him at the door. <laughs> well, let me say this. As far as Pyth is concerned, he does not see anybody saying these things. He doesn't see anybody around. But, uh,. I'm going to go ahead and say that somewhere... Hecklers from the dark. Uh, there are people watching this making said comments. Yes. That sounds perfect. I'll be in Truman Show. Oh, my God. And with the flip of a switch, Pyth activates a giant wall of fire that separates him from the main hallway. 
leaving him trapped. Right then, a loud alarm blares, Unauthorized deactivation of firewall. Unauthorized deactivation of firewall. Emergency. Emergency. The elite guard has been notified. Hackers and slashers inbound. We'll hear some gruff voices from the other side of the firewall. What do you do? Uh, well, Pyth is actually, I think he's a little bit more uh, sort of uh, entranced by the idea of solving this riddle of this door. Um, so he's he's been looking around. He doesn't really care about the uh, security team. He's more concerned about looking for door pulls or like some sort of device or clue or trick. You know, he, he feels like there's some challenge here that he has to face. Okay. Uh, Break the chains, Gaunt. <laughs> <laughs> Sass in his head. Roll, roll another investigation check. Oh, that worked great last time, so I'll do it again. Hey, Ma, that snake is obsessed with that dog. <laughs> Jesse's NPC is just became my new favorite character in like all the sixty episodes we've done. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, no, I rolled a sixteen on my investigation check. Okay. Now with that sixteen. This time, you do find the lever that I spoke of earlier that is near the chains and Mm. could possibly do something about them. And this time, uh, you are able to go ahead and click that and use that lever. There you go. Pyth is like, oh, yes, the the lever that the narration in my head mentioned earlier. I'll uh, I'll (laughs) go ahead and uh, yank that dude right there. All right. As you do... At first, you just hear a very loud... Yes. Yes. And you start to see these massive chains shift and move slowly, one link at a time. Each link, one foot in diameter, slowly unwind from the intricate weavings on this massive, massive door. On the other side of the firewall, at first the guards are kind of just scratching their head, being like, What the heck? I thought the, <laughs> the firewall was down, but it's up. What's going on? And then they hear <laughs> the chains move and start to freak out. From what the guards have been told, this is a bad, 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 bad sound. Hey, this is a bad, 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 bad sound. What should we do? <laughs> <laughs> so eloquent. Wow, how'd you think to say something like that? No matter. We have to get to the other side of the firewall and stop the unsealing of the blockchain. I'm sure glad you got the promotion, not me. (laughs) We must hurry. I'm not sure exactly what's gonna happen, but there will be grave consequences if we fail. You about to lose your job. Alright, team. We've trained for this. Axe is at the ready. We have to hack our way through this firewall. Oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> After we make our <laughs> breach, we have to halt the release of the blockchain. Sorry, it's time for my legally mandated break. You gotta handle this one on your own. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, normally I would never suggest that you skip out on a sanctioned break or hold off until a later time, being as it's one of the core tenets of the security guard's principles. There are a few occasions which warrant the delay of a mandated break. And if my name isn't Captain Reed or Creed for short, this is one of these times, cadet. Uh, what's your character's name, Dave? Uh, my character's name is uh, Bimp Liskets. <laughs> 
Impless. <laughs> God damn it. I'm put I, I'm putting all this into the Discord so we don't forget this. <laughs> he's he's uh, he's moved he's moved by Creed's impassioned speech. He turns his sideways baseball hat to the other side and walks back. <laughs> I didn't do it for you. I did it all for the nookie. So what so what do I do with this? We'll just keep rolling. Rolling. <laughs> rolling. I'm gonna relax with a nice glass of hot dog flavored water. <laughs> Bro, you know I did it for the nookie. <laughs> Another guard named Repeating Crossbow Kelly yells out, All right, bros, time to hack! Repeating Crossbow Kelly. <laughs> the guards begin hacking and slashing through the firewall with magical axes, while the unwinding of the chains is painstakingly slow. Now, at this point is when we have, um, what's, what are the other characters' goddamn names? Bada Bingsley, <laughs> Caradactyl, and Rourke. No, the only characters that matter here are Bimp Liskit, Cletus, and Creed. Everybody else can go <laughs> <laughs> Y'all just finished meeting with Kason and uh, took some time to decide what you were going to do. Eventually, you decided to go search for Pyth, um, whereas it took him a very long time to, to reach where he's at down the hall. It's not that far up ahead, and you can hear the commotion of the guards hacking and slashing at the firewall. So y'all are able to beeline right up to where Pyth is. <laughs> There's some security guard looking dudes, including a pretty jack looking tiefling and whatever Dave's guy is. <laughs> and uh, you see repeating crossbow Kelly is a centaur. <laughs> I'm going to say the Bimpliskit's only features are that he's white and he has a soul pack. Oh. <laughs> uh, other than that, he's pretty unremarkable. Anyway, um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Dave. Doesn't he wear a red hat all the time? <laughs> red hat, yeah, all the time. This, this security yeah. guard reminds me of the Mission Impossible soundtrack. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh god. Um, all right, so the a hole opens up behind uh, Pyth, and he sees these dudes. You may see them. This small doorway in a huge wall of fire is three hundred feet away. I guess you can. Uh, roll another perception check. Okay. Advantage because you were already aware of sounds coming from the other side of the door. Uh, at advantage, you say? Okay, well, that's nothing. That's an eight. That's an eight. So you do not notice this small door open up behind you in the firewall. No, he's just twirling his hammer, shield at the ready. He's like, ah, yes, a challenge, finally. Bada, Rourke, and Kara... As you get near to this group of guards hacking and slashing at this firewall, you see that these magical axes are like dispelling swaths of the firewall until they get a doorway open. Howdy, yo! What you got going on over there? In the heat of the moment, this heavy metal-looking tiefling dude, Captain Reed, kind of double takes at you. Half looks away, looks back. He seems conflicted, but decides to go back to what he's doing. Hello, Mr. Danzig. Hello. <laughs> We're looking for our snake friend, Mr. Path. Mm. <laughs> uh, are you Kara? You must be. Um, We're kind of busy, but are you talking about the paladin? Yeah, yeah. You, you seen him anywhere? Uh, uh, well, no, but... 
can't you see we're busy? I mean, look at this. Look what we're in the middle of here. Rad, that looks scary. What's the purpose of this? Uh, to contain a terrible evil that... By the way, I really like your eye shadow, mister. What's your name? What? Uh, uh, Captain Reed. You you can call me Creed, ma'am. You, you like my eyeshadow? Yeah, you, it makes you look really like... I love that dark shade, that that that, that uh, shadowy eye, that smoky eye thing you got going. It looks wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> wow, thanks. Um, well, listen, we're really busy, but hey, maybe you can help. Uh, we're not sure who, but someone is attempting to unleash a terrible evil that could destroy the universe. Can, can you help us real quick? And then we can talk more or something and stuff. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, how dark. That's dark. <laughs> Tell you what, let's get through this firewall. <laughs> Are we all there? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you're all there. Including the Yoko is still there, <laughs> keep in mind. Thank God. <laughs> Rook, how about you go first? Come on, look at all these people trying to get through that firewall door. So those people are not there, but they are watching from other areas. They, they're not physically there, but they are watching and making these comments to make that clear. I'm up uh, on top of the, uh, the hill. I'm throwing my voice. <laughs> oh. God. <laughs> I'm a ventriloquist, yokel. <laughs> yeah. There, there are no hills. Uh, this is a hallway. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hill in my mind, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> they are viewers of this, but they are not physically present, is what I'm saying. So this is basically a reality show inside this universe, is what you're telling us. I... <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Uh, can I look in there and see Pyth standing in front of... Uh... Uh, a thing with chains and it's clearly looked like a door and my rogue stands to take over. Uh, Pyth, you need some help getting through that door? I'm coming. I'm coming. I'll help you get in that door. No problem. I can crack any lock. Well, clearly, he says, uh, uh, acknowledging Kara. And I start sprinting towards Pyth. I've been looking all over for you. I, um, but look at the challenge that I have uncovered. Yes, Persepolis has, cr- has left this for us. Uh, to, uh, to solve. <laughs> Repeating crossbow, Kelly yells out, Bros, what are you doing? No, you have to stop. That's the opposite of what needs to happen. I ain't listened to a lawman in my life and I ain't starting out. <laughs> Everyone will die. Stop immediately. Oh dear. Repeating crossbow Kelly, maybe you should write a diss track yeah. about him. Listen, the first thing you gotta know, Path, is that police officers are allowed to lie to you. So just, just keep that in the back of your mind with everything they say. <laughs> oh my god, you guys. Kara picks up the lock. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite thing. We have derailed everything, basically. Yes. There is a doorway being opened that people are saying everyone will die if it opens. Okay? Pyth has opened up a a doorway to friggin' Gozer or whatever, and... It is still slowly, slowly, slowly opening. There is time, but this is... They're begging us to close it? Yeah. Jesse, also, Caradactyl suggesting that they're lying to us about the door needing to be closed. You see, Pyth? If they really wanted this, nobody would touch this door. They'd have made this a real wall, not one of them firewalls that requires fuel and everything. You just use brick and cement and steel or something. <laughs> I love this and hate this so much at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening right now, because you guys are all assholes and are throwing a wrench in everything, is that Pyth is opening this door <laughs> that reads, Do not enter, do not ask, 
do not say his name in every single language possible okay. on the door. All right, can I suggest? Can I suggest to the party, like, uh, hey, uh, you know, I'm not sure if we can all read, but you, do you know this door says uh, there's very bad shit on the other side? Maybe we should... Uh... Yes, and I thought it was a test, but all these uh, incredibly metal individuals behind us screaming uh, seem to uh, be slowly changing my... Uh, how do we close this door, then? Uh, that is a good question. Uh, do I have a song appropriate for this? Let me look through my... <laughs> Persepolis is the god of time. If he knew that this was going to happen, he knew this was going to happen, he would stop us if this was going to kill everybody. Trust me. Did you call him syphilis? Yeah, Mr. Persepolis. Persepolis. Do you, but quick question. How stupid do you think Kara is? I mean, it's canon that she has noticed Persepolis mm. not being that uh, powerful lately. Come on, use your brains some, guys. Just a little bit. <laughs> you know that's our last resort, Clint. <laughs> and I love that about you guys. But Kara is multiclassing into wizard, so just think about that. Don't let me stop you, though. Kira leans up against the wall and flips the switch back the other way. Okay. While confidently giving, uh, yeah, while giving Pythe her best fuck the police speech. She can't flip that switch. She's not ocean qualified. <laughs> I'm not, I'm union. I'm union. Whoa, whoa, Bimp. Do you know who these guys are? Take it easy on them, all right? Just, uh, just take, chill, chill back a little bit, man. Hey, maybe it's time you go take that break uh, and stuff. Yeah, Bimp, what Creed said. Stop being a pencil neck. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This environment is so toxic. I hate working with you guys. I'm out. <laughs> uh, Dave, you're also you're also playing Rourke, so that guy could be out, but Rourke is still here, too. Don't yeah. forget to, to play your main character in this campaign. <laughs> <laughs> You've been pretty silent, Rourke. You got anything you want to contribute to this uh, tense situation? I've just been hovering six feet above the ground watching. <laughs> Eating popcorn like Michael Jackson. Bada, like, yep. have, have, you, have you found a song of closing that might help us uh, shut this? Uh... I've got, uh, I got this one called Knock Knock Knockin' on Heaven's Wall. I don't think that's... Uh, that That's the opposite of what we want to do. That's a, more of an opening. And that's not... Something tells me this isn't Heaven's Door. Yeah, you're right. Uh, let's see. Yeah. I, I think I just thought of one. Break on through to the other side? Again, the opposite of what we want to do. Yes. Okay, uh, yeah, that's uh, true. How about this? How about this? <clears throat> and uh, Pyth, like, takes his, like, uh, sinewy little neck, stretches it as long as he can, like, rumbles his little, uh, his little diaphragm and says, Closing time! And then uh, trying to find some way to prompt uh, Bada into playing the... Uh, the horn of, of what is it? The horn of kicking it? Saxophone of crushing it. The sax of crushing it. Sorry. Yeah, I, I start playing. You've described a trumpet. <laughs> I start playing the horn licks from that song "Slam" by Onyx. Slam. <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, trying to get the door to slam closed. Shut the front door. Slam. <laughs> is the door closing? Can I use my mage hand to try to help close the door? Nice. <laughs> No, I don't think Mage Hand would be very useful right here. It can only lift 10 pounds, but that's okay. You don't need to do anything. Let me go ahead and paint the picture for you so you fully understand. There's this giant wooden door with all of these signs written in different languages telling you not to enter. And pretty much everywhere else there is chain 
woven to keep this door locked in place. And as it's been slowly shifting this whole time, it hasn't gotten to a place where you see anything actually start to be able to open. This apparently is a very long process to get these chains out of the way. In fact, it's not entirely obvious how exactly these chains are supposed to unwind and disconnect. But when Kara pulls the lever in the other direction, everything screeches to a halt. Nice. Oh shit, I didn't mean to do that. Should I switch it back? No, no, that was good. Uh, that's a start anyways. Oh, oh man, I know there's like supposed to be like 16 to 32 doorways and, and security measures, but this was very scary. Like, we don't know what's back there. It literally says don't ask, but um, yeah, it says don't enter. Like, what the hell, dude? What's going on? <laughs> there are all sorts of signs, UCLO. There's all sorts of signs that say don't steal. I, I mean, I've been stealing my whole life. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. People just put side. Those are for regular people. They ain't for the for us. They ain't for yeah. you and me. So what is back there? Just wondering, you know. Yeah. It literally says don't ask. I haven't asked. I don't know. Well, I haven't read the sign myself, so it doesn't apply to me. Hey, <laughs> if Persepolis says it, I trust it. So that's me. I heard that don't ask, don't tell was done. Is that not true? Hey man, I don't know much. I'm just a simple pansexual hacker security guard that wears great eyeshadow. <laughs> <laughs> officer, officer, I'd like to speak to your supervisor. Trust me, you do not want to talk to her. She is a real hard ass. Who's this gentleman that this sign says not to? Yeah, I know it says don't ask, but it says don't say somebody's name. Who the hell are you talking about? Indeed, I, I thought this was a, a test of some sort, but a, clearly it is not. It's a clear warning. Can we do like a religion check? Oh, that's a good idea. I hadn't even freaking thought of that. <laughs> religion. Can I do that, uh, Clint? Yep, go ahead. All right. Do it with advantage. Sh- sure. Because I'm helping. <laughs> that's a 19 then. A 19. Okay. Um, I spent a lot of my time in the missionary. <laughs> oh. Unfortunately, th- that's not high enough for Whoa. what this is. You don't recall any information. I mean, to begin with, you didn't really have any idea who Persepolis was. So it would be unlikely for you to be able to piece this together based on the information you have. Yeah, everybody just take a moment to be glad Kevin's not here because he would just start reciting every single name he knows in alphabetical order (laughs) (laughs) until he got to the right one. The only thing you can think of is like there's some stuff about a chained oblivion is a great awful god of some sort that has something to do with chains. If you got a lower roll, you might be convinced that this is the chained oblivion, but because you got a high enough roll, this doesn't quite ring true to that. And that's, that's about as much as you get, unfortunately. You know enough to know that you don't know. Is that what that Fleetwood Mac song is about? It's obscure, but is it definitely sounds serious. Uh, and no, uh, Rock, I think The Chain was a song by uh, Fantasy Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> but uh, good, close, close. And we know enough to not believe YouTube videos on the subject. Yeah. Well, I am terribly sorry. I nearly caused a huge calamity here in the middle of your uh, uh, trans-temporal paradise. Um, Whoa, are you a famous songwriter? Jeez. 
<laughs> I've been looking yeah. for a lyric for a song title. <laughs> Do you mind if I uh, actually use that? <laughs> <laughs> I want to use that for the name of our, of our little punk rock band that we were putting together, if that's possible. Temporal Calamity. <laughs> I'm into it. How do you like the sound of this? Yo, Cleveland, we are Temporal Calamity. Sounds good, I think. Yeah. All right. Let's stop work so we can uh, get together, workshop some lyrics. Not to put anything on rails because it's almost impossible with you folks, but... Um, <laughs> You're welcome. Hey, can, can we get to the other side of the firewall and, you know, like, finish talking out there? Maybe find for Sepplis or something if you have more questions. Kind of, you know... I don't know how to undo what you did with the chains, and that's making me nervous, and I don't like being on this side of the firewall, and, uh, yeah, can, can we get going? Like, let's move out. <laughs> it's at this moment that Bib Blisket comes running back uh, with a sense of urgency. <laughs> did you eat my yogurt out of the break room refrigerator? <laughs> so I left my yogurt there. My name was on it. It's not there now. RC Kelly turns around, <laughs> wiping his face with his arm. It's like, whoa, man, what is like possession and who owns anything, really, man? <laughs> you about to lose your job. <laughs> you about to lose your job. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You about to lose your job. <laughs> I already lost my job. <laughs> okay, do we need some uh, accompanying, like, you know, urgent music? Go for it. I play on my saxophone something that's very, you know. Ooh, how about the Benny Hill theme song? Fire. Okay, yeah, I'm into that. So more wacky and <laughs> tragically inept, something like that. So I play on the saxophone. That's some yakety sax right there. And we run back and forth. Mm-hmm. How come everybody's chasing me when this song's playing? <laughs> Where'd this gorilla she- come from? <laughs> so instead of just like, so instead of just like leaving the firewall, you yeah. guys leave and go back in, and then you we run back and forth. Yeah. We run in a circle. Yeah, exactly. There's like a, a waiter and a cook that join the line, and then a guy in a gorilla suit. And you cross each other's mm-hmm. paths and laugh, and then... Uh, yes, we chase each other. And some Three Stooges yeah, stuff perfect. happens. <laughs> and then Persepolis is chasing us, and then we're pers- chasing Persepolis. <laughs> Pife goes in one door, gonk comes out the other. <laughs> and, and then finally, you all slip on separate banana peels, fall on your ass outside of the firewall. Whoa! And y'all have a good laugh. Don't ever play that song again, Mr. Bottabangsley. <laughs> that was far too wacky. Thank goodness we didn't die. Hi, <laughs> Maul, you see those idiots? They almost died. <laughs> so at this point, Creed dismisses repeating crossbow Kelly and begins uh, closing up the firewall, <sighs> describing stuff, the bane of my existence. It's <laughs> um, the best part. Creed goes about opening little secret compartments in the walls of the hallway, turning keys. Not secret anymore. Kara uh, supposedly is taking some notes, uh, but absolutely. <laughs> there, he's he turns some keys, and as he does, the the small doorway in the firewall closes, and then you see a force field go up 
in front of the firewall, and then you see an illusion cover over the forest field, and it looks like normal hallway. There's so many layers to this door. Damn, Path, you might be a better thief than I am. You got through all that? Uh, well, it wasn't in... It, none of it was activated. It was all open, except for the except for that giant... Us pros can make it look easy. I said it before, Pyth is like our Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> only from... only from behind. <laughs> she dips beneath lathes. Only under uh, protest. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> all of this was deactivated when you got here? It's supposed to be up all the time. Strange. Uh, if these defenses are meant to be up continuously, why were they left open? Well, this is troubling. We need answers. But I'm just a guard, no detective. Yeah, if only we had a giant (laughs) dog uh, guard that we could ask these questions of. Where is Persepolis, anyway? I haven't seen him. I've called him, and he is all-knowing. We call out to him. I call out to him through the saxophone. (laughs) (laughs) Persepolis! Here, boy. Here, boy. Here, boy. Here, boy. There's no immediate response from Persepolis, unfortunately. Well, that's not working. I better take your statement. What exactly happened here, Pyth, if that's your real name? I literally walked through these empty halls. I saw... Literally, literally, or literally figuratively? The first one. And I literally, literally uh, saw a couple of individuals i could not see them they were several hundred feet away down this uh, down this corridor uh enter this particular oh that was us you were looking at us the whole time that's crazy no it wasn't you i, th- I would have i definitely would have re- uh, registered your particular signature as well as uh uh Kara's. And definitely uh, Bada's, but not, uh, I, I could not see. What about mine? You register me? Cletus, nobody, nobody registers you. Um. No. Oh. <laughs> Is anybody else hear that? That sounds delightful, wherever it's coming from. <laughs> anyway, I went down this particular doorway and found myself face to face with this gargantuan very tempting challenge, and I thought it was a test. Uh, left behind by uh, Persepolis, who might be doing, like, you know, god things, um, to... Uh, or if that was a test, I think you failed. Or dog thing. Well, that thing, that too. And yeah, oh, most definitely, I ne- very nearly failed if it weren't for you, my able companions. And you, uh, uh, what, what was it? Captain Reed, officially. You can call me Creed. Well, perhaps we need someone to, to <laughs> lead us around this place who knows the uh, the doings and dwellings of Persepolis a little bit better. Would you, would, so I don't, you know, go meddling about in the affairs of demi-dogs. Suppose I could stick around for a bit. That would be lovely. Well, listen, listen here, Creed. We'd like to invite you in with arms wide open. <laughs> Is that the right band? Ah, oh, very good. Yes, that's, that's, okay. Okay. that's great. Okay, thank you. Yeah, uh, a vacancy just opened up in the group. We had a monk who was with us a second ago, but uh, I think she ditched us. Yeah, no. what monk? What are you talking about? Oh, uh, uh, no, we weren't replacing anybody. Don't worry about it. it we, uh, we we thought you were gone, too. It was it was a time of flux. We were all adjusted to this new dimension. Oh, well, maybe this uh, well, this place does, time does get a little wonky in here, that's for sure. <laughs> 
But it was kind of nice to help break up the sausage fest. Um, too, too bad she's not here today. Well, I think her voice would have added a lot to whatever this adventure is wrong. Oh yeah, you didn't meet her, did you, Pythe? Uh, she had breakfast with us. Nice gal. We thought she was uh, the waitress. Yeah. Looks like she sells insurance. She was nice. She was nice. What was her name again? Aurora? Aurora? Wait a minute. I know Aurora. Or an Aurora, anyway. Uh, she was uh, a monk. Uh, one of my monastic order. Uh, and you said that she disappeared? Actually, she appeared. Clint, you could also just uh, you could just cut in um, Ben Kenobi's dialogue from Star Wars. <laughs> That's a name I've not heard in a long time. <laughs> name I've not heard in a long time. Well, of course I know her. She's me. <laughs> <laughs> I peel off my face. Well, she had breakfast with us earlier, and then uh, we turned around. Lo and behold, two o'clock, she wasn't <laughs> here. Classic Aurora. No, that's... Uh, Must have had a work emergency. <laughs> well, yeah. I would love to have... Uh, oh, Chantea be praised. I, we definitely could have could use her, uh, her, uh, her uh, incredibly uh, powerful might in combat in the future. Or at the very least, her, well, hopefully. So, I have not seen her since we embarked on this crazy expedition, but uh, obviously. But uh, yes, I would, if you, if we do find her in these strange and bendy holes of Persepolis, uh, it would be, uh, it would be very lovely. Man, this is so much fun, guys. Good times. Yes, great oldies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um, anybody want to do more drugs? <laughs> Oh, you guys stopped? <laughs> Why didn't anyone tell me? <laughs> I do. Hey, Ma, yeah. we're doing drugs. Come on down off that roof. No, I'm going to go look for Persepolis. <laughs> we need to find out what lies beyond these, if there are any other threats uh, lurking in, in these strange halls and corridors and uh, what else might be lying in wait for us. Or if we actually have a mission, uh, go with all this uh, training and near death. Well, um, I know who you guys are. And uh, aside from keeping up certain security measures, I'm supposed to also make sure you guys are safe. Um, so I guess hanging out with you guys for now would be fine. Um, I just don't know what we should do. I guess we can go back to where you guys are staying, or, I mean, Persepolis hasn't been answering, but we can go try to, to find Persepolis or something. That might take forever. I don't know. It's up to you guys. Whatever we do, I, I'd just like to get a chance to check on my eyeshadow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think we could go see Persepolis. I think we'd be fine. By the way, I, I don't mean, anybody want to key bump? I don't mean to hog it all. Listen, I'm thinking about option number three. What about a little jam sesh? Huh? <laughs> we got nothing to do. We're in this hallway. Uh, pretty good acoustics, you know? Hello, hello, hello. Wow, that is good. <laughs> I don't know what you play, but I will tell you this. I have a dulcimer, a lyre, uh, a shawm, and a saxophone. So you could use any of those. Uh, a shawm? What? It's a shawm. It's a shawm. It's a... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I might have to Google that one. It's an instrument that I picked because it sounds... It's a medieval uh, wind instrument. It's a forerunner of the oboe. It's, it's a medieval oboe. Would you like? Oh, yes, my favorite. Then we'll jam out on the shawm. All right. <laughs> wow, you, really, you just have so many options. Uh, is anyone writing this down? Do you have a, do you have a list I can pick from? Okay, Kara, you write all that down, I hope? 
No, Kara is getting higher. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was a good one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wasn't really listening. What, what, what'd you guys say? <laughs> nah, it's not important. All right, let's go. Man, you guys are fun. Where exactly are we going now? Dorm party in my room. Okay, but everybody, dorm party in my room. I just need everybody to get some drinks, and we'll invite everybody. The whole, the whole floor. Don't let the RAs know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So at this point, Creed or Captain Reed will lead y'all back to your living quarters and he's like a little over cautious and head on a swivel kind of sneaking along almost taking his job way too serious i play some real good sneaking music on the sax to go along with it this sneaking music i don't know if that's sneaking music was it is now sounds like pink panther oh yeah okay pink panther yeah boom I certainly hope by the end of this adventure we will all have our own personal like uh, walking music (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was crazy (laughs) (laughs) with that you you do make it back to the uh, training room Breakfast is still laid out. Anything that wasn't eaten already. Oh, second breakfast. <laughs> and so that was that was a crazy little uh, turn of events. You see, actually, Aurora is just snoozing out in the chair. She apparently did not follow you guys whatsoever and just fell asleep oh. at her table. There she is. Is she drooling a little bit? Like when you fall asleep in junior high and you wake up in front of the drool and everyone's laughing at you? Sitting there like, yeah, she's definitely drooling. She's like almost like a trance. She got like a definite, <laughs> definite like drool. Uh, Pyth very gingerly like lifts her, lifts up her head and places a uh, like a napkin or so, you know, something double folded underneath her uh, head so that it acts like a pillow. <laughs> he gently lifts up her head and then, and then bites her in the jugular vein. That's... <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and then I swallow her whole, and you know my my I I can constrict. Yeah, um, nope. Let's put her hand in warm water. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, oh, we forgot about her again. I'm, and then I I I'm like, I'm having another flashback to the future. I imagine a character named Gertrude, who we will also forget about <laughs> when she gets kidnapped. <laughs> forget about her. Forget about her. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh. All right, uh, but yes, but he's—you he, can see like he's just so ecstatic and, and happy to see a, a familiar face amongst all this uh, bizarre, surreal strangeness. I cannot wait to engage in combat with her once again and fight evil as one. From what I can tell, that's not what we do here, Path. <laughs> <laughs> we, we'll get a, we'll get around to it eventually, I'm sure. But for right now, she needs she needs sleepies, so I just leave her alone. Uh. Well, I'll tell you what, Path, you and I are gonna gonna go find, wake our way back to that door. We're gonna get through it, you and me. Mm. Uh, well, we'll we'll get through it. But at the at the moment, I have no, you know, I, I'm totally fine with not dying again, you know, uh, anytime soon. It's a real Wizard of Oz situation. So- it, it truly what? Yes, that that is exactly what you said. Well, I guess we. Is, if I want to ask somebody why Persepolis is MIA, um, is uh, there anybody here who might? Uh, we, we never really got introduced to any level of hierarchy here. Mm, maybe we should uh, ask Kason for his opinion. 
I think he's sleeping right now. Perhaps I should play some very loud saxophone music. Saxophone? <laughs> who is this Kason? Yeah, I, I guess we could we try to summon Kason uh, and to get some information. I, I'm about to find out. I play my shawm, actually. It's a musical instrument that looks like a <laughs> uh, conical double reed woodwind. Kind of like a recorder, uh, if anyone played recorders in school. I think everyone played recorders. So I play a shawm. It sounds terrible. Play the damn saxophone. Saxophone. All right, I switch back to my sax, and I, but I hand out instruments to everyone. And I think we just have a jam session while we try to get the attention of Kason. Uh, Maybe we can end this episode with an epic jam sesh. Uh, what 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 do you give uh, what do you give Pyth? Uh, I give Pyth a dulcimer. Nice. Do you know what that is? Uh, well, I'm pretty damn great with hammers, so I'm I can say I can pound out a decent tune on a on a dulcimer. Okay, because I, I was actually asking because I didn't know what it was. A dulcimer. <laughs> I had to look it up. It's a type of musical instrument. Uh, it's a variety of a zither. Yeah. Okay. Got it. But you use little like little bangers on the strings. No, I don't know what that is either. <laughs> little. Little hammers on dulcimer, okay. Uh, sure, I'm gonna play it, do a performance. I'll back you up. All right, everybody roll performance checks, and of course, uh... I only got a 10. I, I, eh, passable. And now, Bada, remember, with the saxophone mm-hmm. of crushing it, you have advantage. Holy crap. Ooh, I got a five for work. <laughs> oh. All right, I rolled a 25. Tara got a 15. You see, a lot of people think playing the tambourine's easy, but it's all in the hips. Oh, yeah. It is in the hips. <laughs> Sorry, I got 21 in performance. Hey, a uh, quick question. Did he say he has a harp of some sort? Yeah, liar. Liar, yeah. That's like a small harp, right? Mm-hmm. I believe so. Yeah, that's all you. So we got a hammer dulcimer, a lyre. I guess Kara has a tambourine. And a sax. And- Somehow Bada Bingsley pulls out a full-ass dulcimer out of his pocket. <laughs> 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 um, it's, you know, D&D and stuff. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Pythe does moderately well. He, he rolls a 10. He doesn't suck. It doesn't sound great, but it's not abrasive. He holds a beat with the dulcimer uh, pounding on them strings. I give myself a B minus. Uh, Bada Bingsley, as usual, is just <laughs> leading this band sweetly with this 21 and his Max, master saxophone of crushing it. He sounds great. Alright, so Rourke rolled a five, so he's holding his lyre. He's just shaking it, because he doesn't know how a lyre works. <laughs> Which actually saves you from <laughs> as many bad sounds from happening, the fact that you're just shaking it. Instead of that five going towards <laughs> bad sounds, that's just, that represents like the lack of sound, which is much more pleasant, honestly. <laughs> Captain Reed tries to take over for Rourke since he's just shaking it. He's like, all right, give me that here, liar. <laughs> he doesn't have a performance modifier, um, but he did roll a one. Oh, he rolled a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> All his strings broke. Even better. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, he's just like, hey, it's been a while since I played one of these. Let's see what I can do. You guys started it off, getting everything going, and then when he like goes to get in, he's like kind of bobbing his head, about to jump in. When he finally does, it just everything sounds terrible. And like Dave said, every single one of the strings breaks one at a time, making the most god awful sound when they break. And then you hear, "Hey, Ma, what's that noise? It's horrible music, Ma. Turn it down." 
with that, like a bat out of hell, Kason comes flying out of his room with his blind eyes that he has. <laughs> and he's like, you know when you get woken up from a nap and it's the worst thing and you're... At least for me, I'm like enraged. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why I can't take naps. <laughs> Bada Bingsley, your summoning spell worked. <laughs> well, look who's here. As he comes out of the room, he's at the first like 10 steps, he is pissed and he starts going into battle mode. And you see this frail old artificer <laughs> man come running out. And as he's moving, this armor, like like Iron Man nanobot, encases his body. And he like grows a little bit in size. And lightning starts to pulse around his fists. And he's about to throw down. And he's like, what is going on, you sons of bitches? I've you... Oh, it's just... God damn it! What the hell is wrong with you? My nap is ruined! I'm gonna be cranky all day! And I'm... I'm always cranky! This is... Ah, what the fuck is going on, you sons of bitches? Oh. Yeah, sorry about that. Is, is there a name of the place we're in? So the room that everything is centered in right now is that training room? No, but like the whole world... Is like a world name of where we are or no? Oh, uh... As far as you know, it's Persepolis's demi-plane. Uh, it doesn't have a ring to it. I wanted... He had a really good screech voice. I want to be like, Hello, Persepolis's screech voice. But it doesn't have a... Like, hello, Cleveland, but whatever the name of this is. Percy's Palace, then. <laughs> Percy's Percy's Palace. Whatever. We'll, we'll workshop it. Fans, what do you think? What, what should Percy's demi-plane be called? Hmm. Find out how to add us at the end of the show and give us your <laughs> vote. But for now, okay. back to Kason. You fucking shit, what the hell is going on? Why did you wake me up? Was that on purpose? Yes. Hello, blind old man. A little bit, yes. I'm sorry. We had to get you out of bed. We got questions here, and they need answers. We wanted to see if you want to join our band. Question? Well, I'm not joining no goddamn band if it has that asshole playing. What the hell is his problem? Who the hell is that? Oh, yes. This is our friend, uh... Card Captain Reed. You can call me Creed. Do they not know each other? They exist in the same world. Yeah, don't they... Don't they work together? <laughs> yeah. Although you haven't seen many people, there are thousands of people <laughs> in this Dimmy plane. You just haven't seen them yet. Oh, so it's like Disneyland. Gotcha. So they may not all completely know each other. Yeah. Especially when you're talking about a fairly low-level guard versus a, a high-level artificer. Uh, anyways, um... Ah, Captain Reed, is it? Well, you suck at music, you asshole. Anyways, what, what other questions do you have? <laughs> and that's where we're going to leave off for this episode. Uh, mostly, I just wanted to get talk to you again. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> for the best. Uh, good job, Clint. That was great, man. Thank you. I, I love him, too. I'm glad he <laughs> fell out of my mouth hole. Oh, damn it. I love that character so much. He's amazing. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. That's sweet. Yep. Thank you so much, all you awful fans, for joining us. Our affiliates are close to our hearts. Thank you so much. With us today, signing off, we have Damien Mercado... Where can people find you? You can find me, I guess, as well as some of the other uh, cast members at Awful D&D. 
But uh, I just want to say thank you very much to all the Patreons and everybody else who listens to the show. If you like the show, uh, help us grow. Recommend us to a friend. Word of mouth is the best way for us to grow. Or just uh, subscribe to us on your friend's or family member's phone without their knowledge or consent. We, we like that, too. Give us them five-star ratings, folks. We need ratings on all of these places. If you love our podcast, please rate us. Please take that moment because it does uh, give us a higher profile when being searched for. Yeah, get all of the apps and review us on all of them if you're a true fan. Even just one will be great. iTunes, preferably, uh, from there. We also have Jesse Egan. Where can people find you? You can find me at Jesse Egan Comedy on all social media. And holler at me uh, and Chud Bingsley and let us know what uh, character voice you want us to do or NPC character in an upcoming episode. Now we'll do it for ye. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. That's awesome. Dave Callens, where can people find you, my friend? Oof, I'm on the Twitter and Instagram at Sharkodile. I also help Damien run the awful D&D Twitter, and I help try to keep track of what's going on with the Patreon. I We just sent out our first round of Patreon swag for people that donated to us, and I think it all got delivered by now, so I'm interested to see if people get back to us what they thought of the stuff they received. It's kind of fun. Um, when this episode releases in about uh, a month, uh, this will be in the past for a month, folks. Just keep that in mind. Uh, about a month ago, we just sent out stuff. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, you can find myself, the Dungeon Nanny, at Clint Beicher on most social medias. But I saved my favorite voice for last, because I want to hear that sweet, sweet dulcet tones of Caleb Cleveland signing off last before we end this. Caleb Cleveland, where can people find you? Well, you can find me at Caleb is Drawing on Twitter, uh, Instagram, and you can also find me on Twitch as well. Uh, since you guys mentioned that you were going to be doing uh, some streaming, I also tend to, I'm, I'm trying to get into that as well, with, but not so much gaming, but with uh, art. Yeah, exactly. In fact, if you guys, uh, sweet, well, I only have the one video at the moment, but hopefully by the time this episode goes up, I'll have a couple more uh, where you can watch me... <laughs> Yes. No, I had like, I had like friggin' 11 followers. It's great. Thank you so much for being my 12th. No, oh, my bad. Never. Oh, so I lost one probably, <laughs> yeah, in the time I was making this. Well, luckily this is already uh, for uh, a month in the future. So uh, just wait until the numbers are uh, in the future. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't want you don't want to you know create a paradox, uh, Clint. Um, but uh, yeah, speaking of the uh, don't touch yourself. But speaking of the Patreon as well, if you can uh, think of any artwork that uh, associates anything with uh, awful neutral that you would like us to see, I'm the one that uh, tends to create some of it. So um, please uh, send me uh, a tweet. Caleb is drawing or uh, or. Uh, uh, Dave or um, Damien at Awful D&D, &D, and we'll um, see if we can't uh, throw it into the queue. That would be fantastic. We love hearing from you guys, and we love knowing that you guys are engaged with our fun wackiness, and uh, that would be so great. Yes, thank you so much. Peace! Thank you. Bye!
You got a friend in meth. You got a friend in meth. When the road looks rough ahead and you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed. What's a bed? You just remember what your old pal said. Cause you got a friend in meth. Yeah, you got a friend in meth. You got a friend in meth. You got a friend in meth. You got your troubles, and I've got them too. There isn't anything I wouldn't do for meth. We stick together and we see it through Cause you got a friend in meth Yeah, you got a friend in meth Some other folks might be a little bit smarter than I am Bigger and stronger too Pretty much everyone, maybe But none of them will ever love you the way I do It's me and you, meth as the years go by, not many, but just a couple. Our friendship will never die, but I'll probably die first. You're gonna see it's our destiny. You got a friend in meth. You got a friend in meth. You got a friend in meth.